When life happens, plans need to change. Shaping Change, hosted by certified financial planner Ross Marino, is dedicated to helping financial advisors better serve their clients when life takes those unexpected turns. Today, we're going to talk about the two views of retirement. There's the old view. There's the new view. I remember the quote from Yogi Berra that says, the future just ain't what it used to be. That may go to a lot of things in life. It certainly applies to retirement. Susan, what are we going to try to get to today? Well, Russ, you know, we talk about two sides of money so many times, the technical side and the personal side. But in retirement, that really gets magnified. And there really are two distinct ways of addressing retirement. And there is an old version that used to work well that's not playing well in the world we live in now or the world that we're moving into. Just because it's newer doesn't mean it's better. So we have this old view of retirement. We have this new view of retirement. And we're going to talk about, is it actually better? Is it new and improved? Or is it simply just new? So we're going to start with what the old view is. And we'll break it down from the financial aspect and from the human aspect. So the two sides are always, there's a financial aspect and there's a human aspect. So I'm going to start off with the financial. In the old view... If you remember, people actually had pensions. Do you remember what those are? Pensions. (laughs) And it wasn't just one or two people. Lots of people had pensions and they would work for a while. Eventually they would retire and then they would have their pension. And that was it. They were finished working. There was no more paycheck. And what they lived off of was social security and the pension. And they also had investments that paid income or dividends. And for many people, that was their entire source of retirement income, pensions, social security, and dividends. Now I have to throw in the disclaimer, of course, nothing here is meant to be financial advice. We don't know who's listening. We don't know your situation. We will certainly talk about general principles, but it's not meant to be anything related to financial advice. So there's our old view where we had the set income and that's it, we weren't gonna work anymore. How about the old view from the human perspective? What was that like? Well, the idea was there was a set time. If you worked beyond 65, maybe that was too old to retire. So there was this idea that something happened at a magical age. And then people would think about playing golf, playing cards, maybe taking care of their grandchildren, maybe joining a book club. But it wasn't a very stimulating thing. In fact, so many people would say, I don't want to retire because retirement means you just kind of age out and die. Uh, It wasn't thought of as a dynamic time like it is now. And there were communities that were created just for the golf and cards and and mahjong every day. And those communities still exist, but they look so differently today. So that is the old view. And we know that things are changing over time. That old view is being replaced. And certainly people are creating a vision as you talk about, and they're looking towards the future. Why is that so much better for people? Because there's so much more life to live. 
Retire means to withdraw. It means to put something away, to no longer use it. Use this life that you've, you've built for so many years. Why not use it? So they have very cute names like, you know, refirement. A friend of mine says that's what she did. She refired and she was on her third career and she stepped into the fourth. She called it, it was easy schedules. She called it refirement. Why not? You can make this up however you want to live this next part of your life. There's no set way to do it, no set time to do it. There aren't any rules to follow, which sounds great, but it also can be confusing. And it doesn't mean that it's easy and obvious. It's there to be discovered. And that's the excitement of this whole concept of moving into a next chapter of life as opposed to simply no longer working, no longer drawing a paycheck and no longer having a schedule of anything to do. When every day of the week is Saturday, it can get pretty boring. Depends upon your Saturdays, right? I actually have a friend who was a financial advisor with me probably 30 years ago and he ended up creating a business called Every Day is Saturday. It, it was based on a conversation he had with one of his children on, gee, I wish it was Saturday. That would be so fun. And he said, every day Saturday. And he became a more engaged father. And now he lives that way. And, and he speaks and travels and has a really fun business related to that. Because we know Saturday is different than the workday. Some financial planners will describe it as you're retiring from something but now you have to shift your vision to what are you retiring to? What are you going to do? And for people who are first time listeners, I am a financial planner. I've been doing it for 30 plus years. Susan was a practicing financial planner. Now she runs an institute that trains financial planners to help them help their clients make decisions through changes in life. So if I'm going to be sitting down with my clients and I wanna help them look towards the future and cast a vision for their new retirement, how would you suggest that I go about doing that? Well, you know, again, old view, new view. It used to be about the number. And um, the financial services industry has great software that can calculate and project forward and project portfolios and spending rates. And so you would come up with a targeted number. That number, of course, as you know, is, is changing all the time because all the variables connected to that number change. But what we found is it wasn't just about the number. So when you're working with your clients, and I know you, Ross, and I know that the number is important or all the technical things, but you spend most of your time talking about people about the life that they want to live how they want to thrive, what is well-being going to look like at these different times? How do they get prepared for that and move into that and stay flexible? Because after all, we live in an ever-changing world. We all get that now. That's one of the post-pandemic realities. We live in an ever-changing world. So how do you thrive? You learn how to change. You learn how to move with it. And that's what you do for your clients. And in retirement, it's different because you don't have the dictates of an office schedule or the obligation to employees or to team members or to management. You have obligations to yourself. So you kind of need a thinking partner to help you figure out how to best use that beautiful asset of maybe more time. 
Now let's shift towards the financial aspect. So the old view, as we mentioned, was kind of a fixed income, or at least we knew where the sources were. They were the pension, social security, and then the income from certain investments. In the new world, it's not really as much about income. We've shifted from income to withdrawals. So whereas 20 years ago, people would ask a financial planner, how much income does this investment generate? They would want to know the interest on a bond or the dividends on some stocks. They were always asking about income. And really, I still get that question frequently, and most financial planners do. However, now it shifts to how much can I withdraw? So the income really isn't focused as much on an investment product or an investment vehicle like a stock or bond. It's more focused on the portfolio. And I think people are learning that. And the reason they have to do that is because the environment is simply different. We just don't have pensions like we did, and they've been replaced by 401ks. And many people have three or four 401ks, or maybe they've rolled them over. They have multiple retirement accounts, and now you have to aggregate those together. So I think the challenge of the new view compared to the old view is that it isn't as simple to determine what do I have and what can I withdraw from that? We really have to aggregate that all together. And when you can't rely on income because there just may not be enough from a portfolio, it gets a little trickier out there. So that's certainly something we have to do. It is. And I remember in the old days, we used to talk about people living on fixed income, which sounded sort of dreadful, like they had to stay in this narrow range. And if they went beyond that, something really bad would happen. I hear people now talking about they wish that they had fixed income. <laughs> they wish that they had some certainty. So, you know, it's always different and you have to be able to, to flex with it. But one of the really brilliant things that so many people have done is they find different ways to add to their income source. They might be doing part-time jobs. They might do seasonal jobs. I remember a family that retired and it was a little bit tight. They love travel. And what they did, they, they were outdoorsy people and they got a job with some forest service trail maintenance thing. And every season they would go to the mountains and they would do that. And they got a small stipend. It wasn't big income, but they rented their home out during that season. So they had the income to pay for the carry costs of the home. And they, they were thriving. And their biggest threat in life was to blow out their knee or their back or something like that, which they did do. And the Forest Service gave them another job to do, kind of like a, a welcome desk job sort of thing. So they had a little cabin and they had some food access and they worked it out creatively things like that. Or it could be some people start a whole new industry. They think of something and they use their, their skills that maybe could not have been used in their primary occupation. So adding to the income sources or cutting out an expense creatively as those folks did, they went away, they rented their house, they paid their taxes and insurance and upkeep uh, every year by doing that. That's the kind of creativity that we like to inspire. There was definitely a hard stop in most retirement conversations 20 years ago where this is it, here's my, my age and that's it and I'm finished. I think most people I speak with now, 
even if they have a hard stop, they understand the value of continuing to do something for some type of work, whether it's just the human side of being engaged and making sure the brain is challenged and we're, pro we're problem solving, or it's the financial side. Uh, as you move towards retirement, a little bit of income may actually be enough to allow you not to withdraw any money from portfolios once you put it together. And some people, when they see that, they're going to be more motivated to do that. So let's talk about the challenge on the human side. We know that some people like to change. They like to try things new. They say, that's it. The old, the old is gone. It's the new. I don't know what my next chapter is going to be, but man, I am excited. And then there's other people, not so much. How do we approach that from a financial planner standpoint? How do we approach those people and help them look towards a future that in their eyes, it's just uncertain and that can be kind of scary? I can imagine how this conversation could be really welcomed or really frustrating. Depends upon who you are. Depends upon where you are in that, that timeline of maybe ending your primary or your, your, your big uh, earning years and working years. To all of a sudden have it end, and sometimes that happens abruptly. We hear all kinds of people getting downsized and, and disrupted because of circumstances, pandemic just being one of them. And then that's really hard. It's the, oh my gosh, here I am. It's now. Best practice would be to start to think about what it would be like to retire and thrive well before that's really happening. And there's two benefits to that, you know. One of them is that, yes, if, if you have an abrupt end, uh, you have a place to go. You have a direction to think and put your attention. The other is you might find some really wonderful things to do or get involved in or learn or people well before you even retire. So you can be enjoying this next chapter that you're imagining before it's fully in place. So there's a lot of benefit for doing it. It's very hard to all of a sudden be retired. And as you know, I, I live in Florida and practiced in Florida. And so many times people would relocate to the ideal golf community and that sort of thing. And they would be really unhappy. It looked great. It looked like people like them were there, but it, it didn't fit. And that's a, it's a big adjustment. The other thing I think we should talk about, uh, Russ, just even for a second, or just acknowledge that just because you've been happily married together for 30 or 40 years, you're not necessarily on the same track when you think about retirement. And why would I do that? Uh, or I always thought you always promised. And those are pretty tough conversations once you've already passed that retirement date. So have your certified financial transitionists help you with that beforehand. I know you have those conversations with your clients all the time, Ross. We certainly do. And I often joke about it that the thought of me waking up on Monday morning with nothing to do is terrifying to me, but it's even more terrifying to my wife. <laughs> I, I can't imagine her coming in and seeing me just sitting there and thinking, what is he going to do all day? So, uh, <laughs> and really, when I was 
going through a process of thinking about the future. I was in my early 50s and I vividly remember when I had the thought that one day I might retire and that Monday morning was going to come and I almost panicked. And it didn't matter. I was nowhere near even thinking about retirement, but just that thought, because we live in it every day as planners, it, it was not a nice thought. I, I can't possibly imagine that. And I'm sure one day I will, but, but at this point, there, there was just no way. So as we wrap this up, we're going to look at the 10 transition takeaways. It's part of the book that you and I wrote called Shaping Change. It will be available March 2020. At the end of the book, we have 10 transition takeaways. And I'd like to pick one takeaway. I'll select one. You can select one that applies here. And, and let's talk about why we think it applies. Which transition takeaway would you select? That the most important questions that you have to ask in transitions just can't be answered. In fact, you might not even know the questions. So get ready for uncertainty. Get ready to be creative and start to imagine and open up to a view of things that maybe you never thought applied to you. This is a time to explore. The questions will come and the answers will come, but they're not right there right now. Excellent. I'm going to go with number eight on our list. Life will never be the same and neither will you. As we transition from working to retirement, we really start to see the world differently. We start to look forward to things. We don't think about work as much, but now we start thinking about other things. That impacts what I'm doing on a daily basis. It also impacts how I interact with people around me and it influences the people around me. So just understanding that that move to retirement, it's not just a matter of me on Monday morning and my wife thinking, oh my gosh, what is he going to do? <laughs> But it really does impact her, it impacts our family, and it impacts our relationship. Any final thoughts, Susan? I think this is a great, a great opportunity for people to, to stretch a little bit and move into something that is really welcomed, regardless of your age and your circumstances. That gift to shape change is always there. So I wish everyone well. Remember to like this if you did. Post any comments. If you want us to talk about any specific topic, we'll try to answer all of them. And remember to subscribe. There'll be many more episodes coming up soon. Thank you for listening to Shaping Change with Ross Marino. This show is for general information purposes only and is not intended to provide recommendations or advice. Speak with a legal, tax, or financial advisor before making any decisions. Past performance references are historical and do not guarantee future results. Visit rlsummit.com to learn more.